We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Despite the times, we are still giving you podcasts every single week, even though we are in a Petri dish at the moment, probably spreading the germs to each other <laughs> back and forth. These small these small rooms with microphones used by a bunch of other people. Yeah, small, and keyboards shared by people, and buttons touched by other people, and door handles touched by other people, and germs! <laughs> Yay! Well, well, a lot of the doors, like I, I, I park in the back when we do... Uh, the podcast yeah, and and the the key fob to get in the door the door automatically opens yes so i don't have to touch it well but the door to the studio doesn't automatically open oh yeah but i eat dirt as a kid so i'll be fine <laughs> yeah you'll, you're, you'll be fine exactly yeah my immune system's a champ uh we are joking about this because well if you're listening in the way future this is the first week of the well it's not the first week but it is the most panic inducing week of the coronavirus outbreak uh, if you're listening currently, hi, I hope you're healthy. Um, all the sports leagues have canceled that are going on. Which affects our jobs, yes. our other jobs. Yes, it does. Uh, baseball's in a delay. MLS is suspended. NBA and NHL are suspended. All the conference tournaments are now done. Big Dance is still on, though. For now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that's coming down the pipe pretty soon, too. But uh, we will see about that. So everything's kind of going crazy in, in the world right now because of it. And guess what? We're going to lean right into the crazy because, well, what else are we going to do this week? Um, this week's topic is going to be dealing with something like this in the brewery and restaurant industry. Yeah. Um, not something that I have any experience with, but Patrick can uh, share what he's obviously talked about with his with Breakside at this point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things that are that that are going to be happening at places like that or that have already happened and, you know, good, good habits and stuff like that. So we'll get to all of that. On the podcast today, you can find us uh, on social media, Instagram.com slash beers on us. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at P that is 085 on Instagram. Our podcasts are everywhere. Mostly Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, Omni, 1080thefan.com and other places like that. Wherever you find us, subscribe, rate, review. It helps us out and it also lets us know what you're thinking about the podcast. And uh, feel free to DM us whenever you want on um on Instagram, we got a DM. I don't know if you saw it. I did. I forgot to respond to it. But I haven't been on Instagram in days, to be honest with you. We got a DM from a guy who was into the uh, black market trading, uh. and uh, he was like, "If you need any information, let me know." And I, I, I forgot to respond, but uh, I will get back to you if you're listening, sir. Um, as as will I, because I am quite intrigued by that. Yeah, that is that is right up Patrick's alley at the moment. So we will uh, 
we will get back to you on that. But uh, DM us on Instagram if you if you're drinking beers or tag us in posts or whatever. Um, that will that that just is good interaction for us, and we get to know what you guys are drinking and what you're thinking and stuff like that. Uh, also, noodling with a really cool idea that could be coming down the pipe in the next uh, couple of months. Something that we're working on that uh, we can't really share any details about at the moment, but um, something that would be incredibly cool and exciting if it does come to pass. Yeah, trying to plan stuff for the two-year anniversary of the podcast, which hits, what, July? July 26th. July 26th will be two years, and yeah, trying to come up with something cool that everybody can enjoy. Yes, great way to put it. Yeah. Uh, We will give you more details as we have more details. Um, So... We can beer quickly before we dive into the uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 or whatever it is you want to call it. I like calling it COVID-19. It sounds a little more professional. Well, it is more professional. It's actually the name of the strain of the virus. Um, Our weekend beer, I I didn't do anything too crazy, but I did go up for the one-year anniversary at Grants of Wrath. Two-year anniversary. Two-year anniversary, excuse me. And uh, I I talked to Mike Hunsaker, and I I talked to a bunch of people up there and met some listeners and had a fun time. And then uh, my friend who was with me is a big hazy beer drinker, so I went, hey, let's go to Trapdoor for you, because he had never been... He just moved here like six months to a year ago, and um, he has not been up to Vancouver at all. He was like, oh, we're in Washington? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so, giant river we crossed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we went down to Trapdoor, and uh, he had a couple of hazies there that he quite enjoyed. So uh, Yeah, you're already on the other side of the river. You might as well. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, was, uh, I was recommended a place called Barlow's that I didn't go to. Mm. But someone from Grains was like, you have to go to Barlow's. They just opened up their new, a newer craft brewery, and they make really good beer. And I was like, okay. So at some point in the future, or if you've been there, let us know. I have been there. Oh, have you? I have, yeah. It's down down on the waterfront. And they... They opened a new location that's not on the waterfront, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, the one on the waterfront, they've got... It's, it's, it's kind of quite confusing, and I don't know if it's the right move or if people will catch on. But you basically give them your debit card, and they fill a card... With up to, I believe, 32 ounces, and you pour yourself oh, okay. as much as you want. I think the... Oh, that's interesting, actually. That's very strange. Yeah. Um, and they've got... It's all on a wall, and there's glassware there, and yeah. Probably not the most sanitary thing to have at this point in time, <laughs> but um, the, uh, the, the there was a new location that was up, um, not on the water. I, honest, I don't know Vancouver from random middle-of-nowhere town, but uh, it was like... East Vancouver, somewhere okay. uh, like up a bit from the river, like maybe like twenty blocks up, and in like East Mill Plain area, something like okay. that. Yeah, some somewhere around there, and I, I guess they had a couple of really good beers. So at some point, uh, let, if you've been there, let us know. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. So that was my weekend beer. Outside of that, I've, I have not had uh, anything crazy. Had Cuddle Puddle yesterday, uh, quite good. Yeah, that that beer is really nice. Quite good, better than the last batch too. Um, so yeah, that was my weekend beer. Yeah, my week I worked a lot, a lot. I kind of I usually have. Split. Welcome to I, Patrick's yeah. life. I usually have split days off, and, and this week I didn't. So I worked five days in a row, um, which is different for me. I, I I definitely am not complaining by any means. I know most people that listen to this, most people that work, period, work five days in a row. Um, I tend to work like three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off sort of thing. So I worked a lot, and that's that was that, and that was fine. Sunday was crazy busy. Um, so that was, you know, I got my butt kicked behind the bar. So that was, that was an interesting experience, but I did watch champions league over the last couple days. Um, 
which is probably the last time I'm going to get to watch Champions League this year. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, my team lost, yeah. so Blue there's League, that. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Mike. You're um, but uh, you knew I, I wasn't going to let go of that wool yeah. jab there. But there was a bunch of different stuff that that had rolled into the shop and that I that I had kind of been trying out. Um, what was it? I tried a new Block 15 beer IPA that I didn't really care for all that much. It was very, very like resinous and Southern Hemisphere hops. I don't know what it was. The 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 profile of the beer was just not what my palate wanted at the time. So I'd like to revisit it because maybe I was just kind of in a bad mood. Um, but I did see the new Sown and Grown is out. I did. I, I didn't see on it on the shelf. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it on the shelf yet. I saw them promoting it. Mm-hmm. And I keep drinking cans of Spot Market IPA from Ben Brewing. Cool. That's like, that's you know me. I find a beer that I like and I just pound it as much as possible until you get sick of it until i get sick of it or find the next one but that's that's the beer i've been drinking a lot of the can looks really cool just a really quality ipa from ben brewing i i've been very happy with a lot of their releases yeah their last year has just been dynamite in my opinion yeah yeah i think they've been doing some really cool stuff i saw a new sun river ipa is out um so yeah i think there's a bunch of stuff i almost thought about doing a tasting room maybe we'll do one next week just because there's a there was a bunch of stuff that landed that i was quite interested in a hoppy pale from revision that wasn't hazy. Oh, okay. I didn't get the chance to try that, but I'd like to. Um, well, yeah. next week we might have something already planned. Yep, we're working be, on that. It could be very soon that we'll do that next tasting room. That's that'll be fun to do. Yeah, uh, I think we've we've. I don't know when the last one was. It was probably like two months ago at this point. So. Um, It'll be good to kind of revisit all the beers that have come out. So that's our weekend beer. Uh, Grains of Wrath and Trapdoor for me, plus a little Cuddle Puddle and Patrick trying a couple of interesting beers. Block 15 and um, Ben Brewing and what did I forget already? I don't know. Okay. There's a bunch of stuff out there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so let's get into the topic of the week, month, year, probably. Decade. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, The Corona... Virus. If you thought 2019 was rough, 2020 is like, here, hold my beer. Hold my beer. It's not even March 15th yet, <laughs> and everything is going to S. Uh, so, coronavirus has hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID-19, if you want to be more scientifically technical about it. And at first, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, be careful. This is, you know, it's spreading. It's China. It's Italy. It's, you know, oh, it's spreading. Okay. And now it's in the U.S., mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know a lot in Seattle, a lot in California. We are kind of in, not in, at the a lot phase, but you know we've been hit in Portland, and it's spreading it across the country. New York has a lot of it too, and it's, it's just moving, moving, moving. It's crazy in Europe. Like yeah. everything is shut down in Europe. Yep. Um, but it was kind of just like, oh, this is a story we should follow. But you know, they say it's like the flu; it's not that bad unless you are elderly or unless you have underlying conditions. And then yesterday hit, and yesterday being Wednesday, March 11th, was the day that, at least in my world, and I think in your world as well, which is uh, often filled by sports, Mm -hmm. things just uh, stopped. Yeah. The NBA suspended their season. Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19 after he was like super cavalier about it and touched everybody's microphones and tape recorders, and now Donovan Mitchell caught it from him because he was going around the locker room touching everything. Of Rudy Gobert was. I don't mean to laugh, but what an idiot. What an idiot. He was just like, hey, I don't believe in this. Touch, 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 touch. One day later, test positive for COVID-19. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Nicely Rudy. done. Um, the NCAA tournament's going to be played in front of no fans, and at this point might even be canceled because, well, every other conference tournament got canceled today. Uh, MLS, NHL suspended their seasons. MLB is delaying their season by at least two weeks. I mean, things are just rapidly changing Mm -hmm. 
uh, Oregon today, uh, or Kate Brown and, and a bunch of other representatives for the Oregon Health, uh, whatever the thing is called, um, came out and put the state in a state of emergency or the county in the state of emergency and, you know, limited gatherings of people. So things are just happening, right? Right. And the angle for a beer podcast for this is, well, what do you do when you're bored and you can't go to work? Or you're at home and you're not feeling super great, but you want to go out. Or even if you're feeling fine, but you know there's not a lot of people out and you just want to go around and do stuff. What do you do? A lot of us, we go to breweries. Mm-hmm. Or we go to pubs or we go to tap rooms or whatever. And the question is, how safe are they? Right. What are the pubs and tap rooms doing to combat this? What are protocols that are in place already? Uh, what are things that are being added from our experience or your experience there specifically? For me, I don't know because I'm the consumer, right? Like I'm not going to stop going to places right? unless they close. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I am living my life almost the same as I was before this, just being a little bit more cautious. But I think a lot of people are going to stop going out to places because they're going to stop wanting to have contact with people. And I just wonder, I guess my first question is, and you can start as specifically as you want, what is Breakside talked about in relation to this? Because it's, I mean, this this is just like it's exploding this week. Well, I think it's it's an interesting thing. Um, I haven't, I I haven't been at work in two days, so I don't know what has changed or anything. But I haven't gotten any emails or messages about that. I mean, obviously, we are very aware of stuff. The benefit you have in a in a restaurant, brew pub, whatever you know, public public gathering that serves food or alcohol is. A lot of these measures that are being put in place for people to be, you know, cautious and not, you know, and deter the spread of it, we already have in place. I mean, we already, uh, to comply with the Oregon Health Department, you know, we already wash our hands frequently. We wear gloves when we when we touch food and other things like that. So we kind of already have those base principles in place. The issue is, is everybody that comes in the door. That's kind of what you have to be careful about. I mean, it basically, it's just... You don't really touch customers in the first place, but now this this kind of just heightens that a little bit more. You're just a little more aware of what's going on. And I don't know. I mean, I've, I've looked at the numbers from the last few days, and I stopped in yesterday to pick up some crawlers, and it looked busy. You know, we were really busy on Sunday, and I did lunch on Monday, and it was busy at lunch. And so I'm not quite sure. I think this weekend will be really telling to kind of see, at least from our viewpoint, if this deters people. But... The interesting thing about alcohol just in general is when people are in a state of crisis, panic, fear, whatever you want to call this, people drink. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those kind of institutions that sticks around, you know, and I I, I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought there. And so you just got to kind of gauge and see where this is. Now, the interesting thing is Kate Brown said that there's no public gatherings of 250 plus people. I think Slabtown can fit 250 plus people. Yeah. So I wonder if it will get to a point if you have larger, you know, restaurants or, or you know, public places like that, are they, are they going to put a count on people? You know, do we got, do I got to have someone stand at the door and be like, okay, we've got a hundred people in here. You're going to have to wait till someone leaves before we can let you in. Yep. I don't know if it's that extreme yet. I haven't heard anything. This is just me kind of spitballing. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if it gets to that point, you know, think about Costco, like how many people are in a Costco at one time, right? Do you start limiting that? That's kind of what I mean. Like that is, that is interesting. I mean, I think about it again, as someone who goes, doesn't work in the restaurant industry at any one time, there's never more than 250 people in a restaurant, right? Unless they're having a massive event. 
Right. Because people come and go, you're in and out, you get a drink, you leave, you have your meal, you leave, you're in and out. I mean, the capacity is there for fire safety and for safety of people, but you never... Uh, there has not been a time that I've gone to a restaurant and been like, oh my God, there's 300 people here. <laughs> I just, that doesn't happen. Right. Um, unless you're going to like a restaurant bowling out like Big Al's and right. like, oh, okay, there's like 500 people here. But anytime going to Slabtown, like I can't imagine that at any one time I've been there, even on the busiest day, which was when I've been there, which was Wickle, when we did the tasting mm-hmm. thing. I mean, what was there, like, maybe 150 people there? No, I don't know, man. You'd be surprised. Really? Yeah, numbers count up pretty quickly. Plus, you've got an outdoor patio and a beer garden. Okay, yeah. well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but, it, it's but that is But that is a rare case. Sure. Whereas on a regular weekday, or even a regular Saturday, at, at one point, maybe Saturday, right? Maybe right. on the weekend, you got to have that, that limit. But that is really curious. I mean, yeah, you're probably going to have to either keep a loose count. It's like... I think Kate Brown said this today. No one's going to come check on your numbers, right? Someone right. asked at the press conference, what if you have a wedding? Yeah. And she goes, well, we're not asking you to cancel your wedding. But maybe for people who are older, if you haven't planning on having 240 people there, maybe they should stay home. Yeah. Right? Um, and they're like, is there anything? Are you going to be in trouble with that? And he goes, well, it would be criminally against the law right now. But our... Our law enforcement people are not going to be worried about that because they're going to be managing this crisis situation. Right. So it was like, yes, that would be wrong. But I mean, if you're going to have the wedding, have the wedding. So it's like if let's say you're at Slabtown again, just to use the the example is, okay. so what is someone going restaurant to restaurant going in and counting heads? No, no. So it's more on the the place itself to keep tabs on it and try to do the right thing by humanity which at this point if this virus is as serious as it seems to be or at least as some people seem to think it is that you would just want to make sure people will stay healthy as best as possible yeah and I mean, I, obviously that would hurt business but you know yeah i think you know i've said this i've said this a lot in in my time working in in beer and i've probably even mentioned it on this podcast as well one thing that's really great about the beer community here in portland is you know in oregon in general is we're all pretty good about self-policing ourselves you know you don't hear about breweries getting busted by the olcc for over service or serving a minor or things like that because we all don't want that so we don't want that culture we don't want to be associated with it so we're all pretty good about unlike denver which has had many issues with that <laughs> uh you know we are all kind of on top of that because you know we we care about this culture a lot and we do a lot to to keep this culture safe and intact and prosperous so i think for the time being you know we will continue to live that route if we feel i, I don't mean we as breakside i just mean we as the beer community if we feel that there's something that needs to be done, I believe we'll do it. I'm curious, and you would, again, you would know this better than I being in the community. A lot of people, again, I'll use sports as an example. I mean, think about how much money the conferences are losing mm-hmm. or the NCAA will lose if they cancel March Madness. Right. But yet, because of the situation, they're saying, look, that sucks, but it's a public health crisis. Mm-hmm. In the beer community, do owners of breweries have that thought of like, well, I'm going to lose a ton of money, but it's good for it's good for the long term health of everybody, or is it more of like a look? I got to meet my bottom line here, and I got to pay my employees, and like, yeah, I, I know this is a crisis, but I mean, come on, I, I own a business here. It's tough to say, you know. It's it's really difficult to say. I think if people keep coming through the doors, then I don't see why someone would stop. 
Right. I think if people stop coming in the doors and it does become a serious, serious issue, not that it's not a serious issue now, but if it gets to that level, then I think action is taken. Plus, I mean, you just you can't take that PR hit. You know, it's like every brewery closes down except for that one. You're like, oh, I'm not going to that one. Right. You know, and like, how long does that stick with it? I remember when I was a kid, there was a Burger King in Spokane that got E. coli when I was like six or eight, something like that. I remember it. And I asked what's E. coli and I was told about it and it can kill you and all this crazy stuff. And I've never eaten a Burger King. (laughs) Never. I mean, I, I don't really eat fast food as it is, but like looking at it. As a kid, that stuck with me forever. I did that same thing with Chipotle. Remember when Chipotle had their thing? And (laughs) then it happened again? I just can't stop thinking about that South Park episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've only had Chipotle once since then. Mm -hmm. And it was more of just like, hey, that's where we're going. Okay, cool. Um, I just started going to Kidoba. I was like, (laughs) if I want that kind of food, like you had E. coli. And then it happened again. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going there. Yeah, but but I think that there is some of that. And I believe... Unless you want to sponsor the podcast, and I'll go there every day. <laughs> I, uh, I I believe... Uh, Burrito bowl! <laughs> you know, I, I think that there is some of that at stake here, too, that if it gets to the point when everybody's acting and you're not acting, which, in a sense, is acting, um, you can you run a long-term risk. I think the short-term risk of closing down for a little bit, should, that, should we get to that point, is a far better decision than taking the long way and hoping that you can still pay your bills. Because I think that that could hurt you a lot more than you think. Yeah. You you could you could go under from it as opposed to, oh, man, I don't have income. I'm, the brewery's not making money for a month. I'd rather be not making money for a month than not being a brewery. True. And so I think you just that's have to point. kind of follow, follow the lead. That's that's why, you know, to, we, we try not to use too much sports on this show because – not everybody that's beer drinkers is as big as sports fans as we are, but that's what's so dangerous about the NCAA tournament. It's like everything is shutting down except for you, and it's being blasted on sports talk radio all day today. I know the guys in the building right now that are, that are talking sports are talking about it. That like this couldn't this could not be more classic NCAA of making terrible decisions after terrible decisions and. There's no conference tournaments, which the conferences had to decide on their own. Nobody, no governing body overlooked and kind of made a blanket statement. Everybody's got to do this. Duke says they're not going to play. Kansas says they're not going to play. But Mark Emmert, the the head of the NCAA, looks like an idiot. Well, but yeah, he <clears throat> might make that decision today, too. I mean, just yesterday he made the decision to, to do in front of no fans. Right. So, I mean, but the that, fact, that might come. Right, but the fact that we haven't heard anything yet still says to me that this guy doesn't know what he's doing. No. He's not taking social cues. and they Think will about sh- the money they're going to lose. I know, and they will shut it down, but he's going to eventually shut it down because people all day are killing him. Well, it's like the Big East, right? All the conference tournaments were canceled except for the Big East, which played the first half of their first game yeah. and then realized what was happening, and they're like, oh, God. Uh, crap. And they canceled it. Yeah. But they were getting destroyed for it because mm-hmm. they were playing yep. in front of fans, too, I think, or at least yeah. some. Yeah, so. I turned on the game for a hot second this morning, not even thinking about it. I just turned it on. I was yeah. like, oh, right, Big East tournament. Yeah. Didn't like, even think like about Creighton, it. Like Creighton St. John's. Like, oh, I'll watch this game. Yeah. No, no, you're not. You're no. going to stop watching it at halftime. No, no, Creighton's actually pretty good this year, too. Yeah. Um, it might not even matter. I know. This, this I know. I was really part. looking forward to like Maryland in the tournament. I thought they were really good, and of course Gonzaga. I thought they were going to be good. Looking forward to start a baseball season, but now we got to wait. Oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah, that does affect us. That does affect us. I was even going to maybe even go to the Timbers game. 
Yeah, now in you're the not. next couple weeks because I have some weekend dates open. Now you're not. Now I'm not. Mm-hmm. So instead, I'm just gonna load up on some briskies <laughs> and uh, just become Fat Thor in my house and call yes. it a day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you finished that movie last night, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh. No. Oh, okay, fine. All right. Any any final thoughts before we move into our beer of the week? No, just you know, just be safe. You know, take take the precautions needed. You know. I welcome, don't... welcome to working in a restaurant. Right. It's like, wash your hands, and here's a little song to sing. It's like, yeah, I've been doing that for 20 years. <laughs> Again, I will say this. I've said this uh, on, on the radio as well as in, in my life. Do not panic. Nope. Be smart. If you feel sick or you're worried about it, do something about it. Um, but it also might not be the co- coronavirus, right? Right. You there's might just also, have the flu. The flu is going around. There's a cold going around. There's allergies Allergy going season. around. So... Just be careful, be cautious, be smart, know your body, know your body, and you'll be fine. We'll be okay. We're going to get through this. Yep. Uh, It's not going to be great for everybody, but just be smart. That's all. Don't panic. Panicking is the worst thing to do. Keep drinking beer. And drink more beer. We're going to do that next. Beer of the Week on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Let's drink some beer. Yeah. What are we drinking? We have the Beton Beer Pills from Rubens. Crispy boys. Crispy boys. Yeah. Whoa. I just saw this. It just kind of... I just, smacked the desk so hard the other computer turned on. Just kind of... Uh, I think it just hit, you know, within the last few days down here. But I thought we hadn't had a light beer in a while and... Um, I'm not sure that's necessary. That's had... not necessarily true, but oh, okay. Well, uh, and I crispy had... <laughs> boys, crispy boys. And I hadn't, and I hadn't. I don't remember doing Rubens lately. I think we did on the tasting room with a triple IPA. But anyway, I like Rubens. There's a figured it'd be fun to check out. There's a ripped off, somewhat attractive female on my glass. Yeah, I know. I keep drinking out of that one, so I gave it to you because I was tired of looking at it. <laughs> it's like just the boobs and the lips. Yeah. I think it's Marilyn. It, it might looks be a Marilyn. little bit like Marilyn, but I don't know. Why is she on the glass? I don't know. All right, so... So, go for it. I'll read the can. You take your sip first this time. I always take my sip first. Spicy and floral hops are supported by a traditionally bready, dry, and crisp body. German-style Pilsner. Um, no other information beyond that. It's like two weeks old. Cool. What did, uh, what did you think for a sip? It smell. I like the nose on this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, um, well, I mean, the hop character is huge. The floral aspect is giant. Right in the beginning, yeah. Right in the beginning, yeah. Finishes clean. Spear's nice. It's in a 12-ounce can. I'm used to Rubens being in, like, 16-ounce tall boys. This is, um, actually, this is one of the better Pilsners I've had in a while. Uh, we've had a lot of solid ones on here in the last, you know, couple of months, but... Maybe it's because of the hop character in it. I really, really, really enjoy this Pilsner. It's really good. Yeah, it is. And spicy is a good word for that, too. Uh, in the in the description, I do get a little kind of bite to it. I always laugh when they say German-style Pilsner. This beer is so hoppy. <laughs> I know. This is like the this is the essential Northwest-style Pilsner. Yeah, the Germans would be like, uh, hard pass. <laughs> uh, but no, it's good. I think, you know, this is the way Pilsners are going right now. And I mean, to use Freem's, for example, you know, their, their Pilsner is so hoppy and so kind of fruity, florally. Um, this is just kind of the direction things are going. I like this beer. I like it a lot. Um, 
I like that it says spicy hop notes because it's not spicy, obviously. But I shouldn't say obviously. Some beer does have some spice in it. Yeah. Um, but it's the nose. The nose mm-hmm. is very spicy. It like it kind of just like inflames the nostrils. Mm-hmm. And when I think of when I think of spicy, when spicy hits my tongue, I think of it like prickly. You know, I don't think of like actual like spicy Asian food or something like that. I just feel this like does it, have it a nice like prickle, tickles, yeah. tickles my 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 tongue a little bit. I felt like you were going to go down a dirty road there, but thank you for saying tongue instead. I don't know where else I was going to go, Michael. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> well, you hesitated. In my head, I maybe I was going somewhere dirty and I was just projecting it on you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, good one, dude. <laughs> thank you. Uh, this is, man, that's really solid. I like. Uh, Here, it, there's some more. Thank you. It says bready, um, but I don't get a lot of like the classic, Mm-mm. like bready, malty backbone. It really is just. A very hoppy pilsner. It's an easy drinking pilsner. Yeah, it's a showcase of the hops, and that's what's really fun about Northwest style pilsners. Is I like the can a lot too. Is we've got great hops. Use them. I wish I knew what hops were in this one. I, w- yeah, me too. I wish Maybe more I'm... breweries put it on the can. I know, I know. It's I'm frustrating. Stall while I look this up. Um, but yeah, I I like how hoppy it is, and maybe that's that's why it's it's speaking to me more uh, on the front. It's a smooth finish, but it do- I love. It's like little, yeah, you're right. It's like little like needles, right? Like little like, not in a painful way, but it's like it's like sparking on your tongue. It's like, hey, here's the spice. I'm here. Here's the flavor that you're looking for. Um, really, man, you know, I, I've been slightly disappointed in the last few Rubens beers that we've had. Not like mm-hmm. that they're bad, but they're just not like overwhelmingly good. Mm-hmm. This is an overwhelmingly good Rubens beer. I uh, really like this a lot. The hops are Aramis. Don't know and what that is. Tetninger. Don't know what. That I don't is. know those either. I mean, I'm also not. <clears throat> the most up-to-date on my hops when it comes to lagers, but that's what they are. Well, this, the so second on, one sounds like a German hop. Yeah, it says so on the website, 5.3%. Yeah, easy drinking, good hop character. If you're you know, if you're a Northwest kid who likes the Krispies, you'll get both of those, and um, great can. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy, too. I am happy well with done, this. Well done, Rubens. Well done, you, for picking this. Thank you. Good selection. I'm the best, I know. Around... No one's ever going to keep me down. Um, okay, so next week, we are likely going to be a great notion next week. That's what the plan is. Uh, we are going to continue kind of what we did last week and the week before, but just with a guest and discuss more mm-hmm. specifically about how Great Notion became as huge uh, in terms of marketing and uh, in terms of people coming to see the pub as they did. Yeah. Uh, plus their artwork and all that kind of stuff. If that does not happen, it'll be a tasting room. But those two should be the next two episodes in some order. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, but Great Notion likely happening next week because we've been working on that for uh, the last week or so. So that's what that, that's what you can expect. Uh, I'm very excited to do that episode. I think that'll be really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us Instagram.com slash beers and us. Remember, DM us if you got anything you want to share with us. And uh, our personal pages, I'm at MikeLynch27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PDiddy085 on Instagram. And uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, Omni. Subscribe, rate, review, wherever you find us because it helps as well as lets us know how you are thinking about the podcast. Um, All right. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. And we will see you next week, likely, at the new Great Notion. Traces. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.